Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. What good is a supercomputer if it can't show off? By Sarah Scholes. In Tampa, the conference center's roof leaked. In Austin, the airport flooded. In Reno, conference organizers had to wait until a motorcycle rally was over before they could do some setup. During preparation for the SC conference, a supercomputing meeting, there's always something getting in the way of networking, but the conference, held annually in November, is perhaps more sensitive to water delays and herds of bikes than your average gathering. Because every year, a group of volunteers shows up weeks in advance to build, from the literal ground up, the world's fastest temporary network. The conference's attendees and exhibitors, from scientific researchers to industry bigwigs, need super-fast, reliable connections to stream in the results of their simulations and data analysis. Called Cynet, the network takes one year to plan, three weeks to build, one week to operate, and less than 24 hours to tear down, according to its catchphrase. After all, what good is high-performance computing if its results can't reach the wider world? This year in Denver, one difficulty was elevation. Not of the city itself, but of the exhibit hall. The 188 volunteers built up the network's 13 equipment racks on the floor below the big main space, constructing the infrastructure that could eventually handle around 3.6 terabits per second of traffic. For reference, that's probably around 400,000 times more powerful than your personal connection. And then after construction, they had to move those millions of dollars of delicate equipment down a hall, into an elevator, up a floor, and across the exhibit hall. On November 8th, volunteers moved the equipment on customized rack lifts. Welcome to the crazy, someone said, unprompted, as he rushed past. The sign editors moved like tightrope walkers, servers in tow toward the elevators. One floor up, a guy wearing a Scooby-Doo hat pulled up with a forklift, gingerly skewered one rack, and began to lift it to the central stage. As the rack approached the platform, other volunteers put their hands on it, like digital pallbearers. When they were done, eight racks sat on the stage, the beating, blinking heart of the network. Among other duties, its coordinates with the five other racks scattered strategically around the room, ready for the exhibitors that needed 100 gigabit connections, and those requiring mere 1 or 10 gigabit hookups. The demonstrations started on November 13th. NASA brought out a simulation of how shockwaves from meteorites affect the atmosphere. 
and then how their effects reach the ground from impacts to tsunamis. Also on board, a simulation showing how person transporting drones could work, and a global weather prediction model. The Department of Energy presented about particle accelerators, quantum computing and science, and cancer surveillance. The company Nereid Limited, meanwhile, has aligned its stars with the International Center of Radio Astronomy Research to develop a science data processing operating system for a telescope called the Murchison Widefield Array, which itself is a precursor to the Square Kilometer Array. The Square Kilometer Array will require more computing power than any previous one. Its data rate will exceed today's global internet traffic. Nereid, at the conference, revealed its first commercial offering, spun out of its SCAWork, a fast and low-power storage solution useful beyond the world of astronomy. But their talks would have been all talk were it not for the home-built network that let them show and tell. In the weeks leading up to the actual conference, the Synet volunteers laid 60 miles of fiber and crafted 280 Wi-Fi access points for the nearly 13,000 attendees and their attendant devices. Oh, also, they had to have a network service provider crack up a road to illuminate a dark fiber connection. Synet requires a lot of physical and mental labor, but people keep coming back because it's their brand of fun and the kind of professional development they could never get at an individual institution. They get to touch and play with equipment that they normally wouldn't get to touch and play with in their day jobs, says Jackie Kern, former general chair of the whole conference and of Synet. They've learned new networking tricks, bring back big kid versions of their knowledge base, and meet some of the world's top network types. It's a Rolodex moment, says Jeffrey Schwab, current Synet chair. Also, it's summer camp for people who like to tape fiber to floors. Everyone wants to be here, says Schwab. The organization is trying to help make it more welcoming to more different kinds of people. Kate Peterson-Mace helps run the Women in IT Networking at SC program, which has fully funded 19 women volunteers' attendance since 2015. Around 22% of the total number of volunteers this year were women. In the male-dominated networking network, that kind of professional opportunity can be rare. Mace says she has often been the only woman in a given professional space. I got kind of used to it and didn't think about it, she says, but the differences and the deficits snap into relief once there are more women in the exhibit hall, real and proverbial. Watching the blinking lights on a set of server racks together alongside their male colleagues, you feel more empowered to speak up, says Mace. A few hours after the first rack lift, Jim Stewart of the Utah Education and Telehealth Network, who co-chairs the architecture team, treks up to the exhibit hall. All of the equipment is on stage and sign-up volunteers have installed mirrors behind it, so passers-by can appreciate the effort in all dimensions. It won't last long, though. Remember the catchphrase? Less than 24 hours to tear down. Stewart surveys the hall, thinking apparently of creation and destruction. We're not even done turning it up, and we are talking about getting out, he says. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home was ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school? Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— 
and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.